welcome to Women of the Waves podcast. I'm Rhea Clark, founder of womenofthewaves.com, dedicated bodyboarder with over 17 years of experience in waves around the world, uh, both competitively and free surfing. I trained in my wanderlust living for a surfing mum lifestyle. Yay! So, wow, Cory is an entity, and each month we will bring you a guest bodyboarder to share their insight and thoughts who can help you rise up, get clear, and improve your riding as a female bodyboarder in the water and as life. So we as women of the waves believe that when we collaborate, that's when the magic happens. Do you agree? Let's go. A huge thank you to our podcast sponsor, Reflex Wetsuits. These wetsuits are designed by a team of experienced watermen and ladies, and together they have lifetimes of experience in the ocean. They are made for you so you can get in the surf, feel comfortable, warm, and most importantly, have fun in the ocean. Check out the whole range of men's and women's wetsuits online at reflexwetsuits.com. And remember that when you buy a reflex wetsuit, not only will you have fun, but you will also be supporting a beautiful family-owned business and wonderful community that we love. So thank you so much for tuning in today. I have Jake Stone with me on our podcast chat. I am really excited to chat with him today and to bring him, sorry, his insight into our community. He's an amazing person. If you don't know him already, he's um, very well known for his capacity as a bodyboarder, elite level bodyboarder. Um, elite level in his health and wellness training and today we're going to chat and um, bring you some of his insights in that field and also um, we have some questions at the end that we're going to rumble through and his insight and experience on women in the surf and how he feels about all of that. So welcome to the call Jake. Hello thank you thanks for having me. Pleasure pleasure. So I'm calling in from Dunsborough and Jake, where are you coming in from today? Uh, I'm on the Sunshine Coast in uh, Queensland. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. So we're recording this during um, the COVID period for anyone listening on replay. And, mm. um, and so it's been a pretty um, big time in our world in Western Australia and the borders are closed. Um, and Jake's just told me offline that he's a very busy man and he's doing a lot of work too. So we'll <laughs> <laughs> get into that soon. Um, yeah. So, Jake, I'd like to start with um, why, why did you start bodyboarding? Okay. Um, I started bodyboarding. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, I started bodyboarding because everyone at my school was kind of uh, – surfing and um there was a there was a crew, bunch of crew that were just kind of like um a little bit funky and a little bit doing something different and that was bodyboarding at the time um so it was just something that was a little bit left and um also then tension was out and ryan hardy was my idol and i had a lot of guys that were like i had to i could aspire to be and um most of the people in my school that were surfing were really um 
I don't know. I just didn't feel like it was as cool at the time. So that's probably why I started. Yeah. Yeah. That's mm. awesome. Mm. I love what you said about it being left to feel because you've always inspired mm. me how you take, um, take on uh, something that might seem abstract and you make it possible. Mm. Um, that's like can be seen in your creative work and in the surf as well. Yeah, sure. I, think, I think, yeah, that's the most important thing is to trust that individual creativeness that we have. Um, and a lot of people don't do that this day and age. And it, t- it took me it took me a long time to trust that um, that creative process and, yeah, to fully trust it and let it out. So it's good. Mm, nice, nice. I love what you said about that, like trusting your own creative process. Um, mm. There's a a lot of what you share online and I'll rumble through your filming work soon because I know that a lot of people want to hear about that. Um, uh, And it's super inspiring how you can like take an idea and hold it with a space that you hold Mm. um, and like, and follow it through and see it come, like come to life. Mm. Um, Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it definitely does. Yeah. No, it is. Um, yeah, because it all starts from an, an image in your head, basically. Like for me personally, the creative process starts in, in my mind and it'll be at the most odd time, like having a shower or having a bath or just some, some kind of weird time where the, and you go, oh, that would be really cool to shoot or that would be really cool to try. And you can imagine that. It all starts in the imagination and you can put it, bring it to life. And I think like there's something super empowering about doing things that not only inspire you but scare you as well and bringing them to life. It's um, it's cool. Yes, totally, mm. totally. Mm. I love how you said like it's. I can relate to that. Putting yourself into that flow state is mm. how I would put it. And um, I know whenever I'm doing my work as a massage therapist, it always puts me into my flow state, and um, creative ideas flow pretty easily after that. Mm. Yeah, totally. Hey, once you, once you get out of your your own way, the the uh, I guess the soul can guide you. Mm. Mm, definitely. Um, hey, thinking about like being guided and all of that, when you, because you, you're doing your track training now, when did you start that? Um, so I started check training when I was about 19 in Dunsborough um, through my good friend Scott Rigby kind of showed me uh, a little bit of training stuff um, and just prior just prior to a back injury I had. Uh, and then I went and tried all these other kind of um, like physios and, and different kinds of things that were like good, but, you know, only treating my symptoms kind of thing of my back pain. Mm-hmm. And um, so the answer to the question, probably like nine, 19, I started studying it uh, on and off, but then I really got into it hard out at about 24. Um, and I started studying through the Czech Institute and I did a traineeship through Jan Carton and um, I was also training under uh, kind of like the best in Australia, Donald Carr, who's who's a Czech level four and he's part of the Czech faculty. So I, I worked really closely with him to, to get my back right and stuff like that. So I had a lot of good mentors that I was training under. That's epic. Well done. Mm. And I didn't feel still... like, sorry, it didn't feel like much effort, you know, something that was um, something that I just am so passionate about and I learned. I just retain the information and learn very fast because I love it. 
So. Mm. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Mm. And with the, with the check training, because I know, I know that you do this at, at offline. I'm lucky enough to be friends with mm. you for a long time now. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> um, and so health-wise, how, how would you say that that's improved your bodyboarding or surf? Oh, massively, massively. So uh, just a quick backstory on that is, excuse the pun, backstory, but yeah, that <laughs> I did have a broken back and um, I was trying to repair my back and I tried everything, spoke to one of the best lower back specialists in Australia and they were like, you got to fuse your spine, blah, blah, blah. And I was really um, disheartened by a lot of the stuff I got from the medical system until I found check. And uh, once I found check, it was just like a, yeah, it was just le- leaps and bounds, eh? It was just leaps and bounds. Sorry, I'm kind of pausing over here. That's all right. Yeah. Have you have I you got you. have you got have you got my video or? Uh yes, yeah. Do you have mine? Okay. Not really. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> well, it kind it kind of keeps going quiet on me, so I, I'm like, um, I don't know if I, I'm cutting out or not. So. Oh no no no! It's fine. It's fine. Yeah yeah. I gotcha. It's all good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Roger. Sorry, sorry, we were up to the part where you were talking about how you just went through like leaps and bounds after going through mainstream specialists. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, sorry, can you ask me the question again? Uh, you were giving a backstory on, mm. um, pun intended. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. When, when you did um, yeah, have your back injury, you went down through mainstream specialists and yes, you were yes, just giving yes. a story about it. Yeah, yeah cool. Yeah, so went through mainstream specialists. And it wasn't until I found Donald Carr that I actually got out of pain. So there was like, yeah, there was like two and a half weeks of stretching after being in pain for a whole year. And I was pain-free in two and a half weeks of stretching. So I guess that really lit the fire inside to like chase after it. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah, Mm. for sure. For sure. Mm. Mm. And, you know, when stuff works... When stuff works, you just like it just blows your mind because you, I'm sure you know, like when you, you try so many things, but when something actually works, it's um, it's crazy. And yeah, back to the back to the original question, does check help with uh, surfing? Is like my my story was that my back was was bad, and I wanted to get back to scratch. But once I actually once I actually got to scratch, um, and my back was out of pain and I was feeling good. Um, I went leaps and bounds above what I thought was possible in my body. Not not just in bodyboarding. I felt super fit in bodyboarding and my back wasn't sore. I felt strong in the core. Um, yeah. but like everything got easier. Like walking got easier. Standing in line got easier. Um, yeah, it just carried over to every aspect of my life in such a huge way. That's epic. How mm. good to have such an yeah, a holistic improvement in your life. Yeah, yeah. It's just um it's incredible. When you don't have very good body awareness, um it's it's so different. You know what I mean? Like I felt mm-hmm. so I felt so before I before I knew check I would know when my body is in alignment and when it's not. So through all the training and the study I've done, I can now feel where my body is out. And um yeah. just 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 knowing that is such a gift because you can really slow down and breathe and and get your body back into alignment and yeah if you've got a healthy body you've got a healthy mind and vice versa so yeah yeah well said well said 
I have followed the same sort of holistic approach to health, mm, which, you definitely. know, I, I haven't got into check training just yet. It's always mm. come across as quite a masculine um, mm. form of training. Is, mm. is, that's, that's possibly something that I've just attracted in my world. But would you say, mm. um, like for females, because I know a lot of, there'll be probably 50, 50 listening to this podcast, mm. like females and, and males, and um, how, what's the female component training like? Um, yeah, it's insane. So I think it's check level oh. two where they do equal but not the same, which is all about females, training females. Because the way it explains it is fem- females are like a, a Ferrari and, and males are like a dump truck. <laughs> <laughs> Cause, I cause love fe- that applies to you. Though, yeah. <laughs> well, we can treat our bodies like shit and we can, and we can still – you know, per se, like drive per se, but yeah. women, women have to carry two. They're designed to have a baby. So, um, hormones are a, are a big thing and, um, they're more fine tuned is what I'm trying to get across. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, I really love, um, I really love working with my clients that are female because I don't know, I personally, I have a lot of female energy and I get along with females a lot better, but yeah, just mm. delving females to me they open up a lot more and delve into the uh mental emotional stuff a lot quicker than the men which is where i really uh love to go with this kind of training is i like to get into the nitty-gritty and find out what they want out of life and what's what speaks true to their heart and their soul oh your female clients are so lucky to have you jake (laughs) thanks rio (laughs) (laughs) yeah no it's cool it is really cool it's a really uh good warm feeling to yeah have some some nice female clients yeah yeah for sure mm. for sure um okay now that we're talking about you and your capacity to like feel into like emotions and and hold space because that's always been something that's like uh you bring out in me even in the lead up to this phone call today I was like, I'm chatting with Jake again. I'm just going to have to drop into like some feelings and stuff because guaranteed he will bring it out of me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Okay, so we have, I was rambling with um, Sophie, like co-founder of Mm. Women of the Way, Sophie Jane, you know her. Um, Well, she knows you. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And um, she was asking about how you how it makes you feel about seeing females in the surf. So pulling it back into surf this time. Yeah. Um, I love it because it's such a masculine sport. It's like, you know, as a percentage wise, like I don't know how many how many females there would be against the males, but females always mm. bring out a, a soft side in in males. And, um. Oh, I remember surfing with you, like surfing the box and stuff. It was always so good to see out there. It was just a, such a change up of like change up of masculinity in the surf. And yeah, like I said earlier, I've always been drawn to, to having deep conversations and actually like fit, like dropping into the to the warmer side of things. Um, so I loved always having you out the box and stuff like that. And it just, yeah, it really does change the dynamic, like especially when there's females in the surf and, and I really have noticed lately that there is a lot more females in the surf, which is awesome. Like, especially here on the Sunshine Coast, like it'd be there's heaps of um, yeah chick surfers that are ripping, and it's pretty cool. Nice, yes, that's mm. amazing. I remember our session. Mm. I was thinking about it out at Pipe, 
like a few years ago now. Mm. Remember that big third reef like session? Oh uh, yeah, I do remember that actually. Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was ages ago. Hey, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That was that was a really cool experience. That was sweet. yeah. Mm. That would have been pretty pretty full on for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. I was like it was full on for me. That's a scary. That's the scariest wave. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, super scary. Hey, I'm just going to oh, rumble uh, through this story mm. for our listeners, um, for the crew. Um, mm. So I walked, I was walking down and um, and there was like all of the chicks on the beach. It was, we were over there for the pipeline event um, a long time ago now, maybe, I don't know, six to six years ago or something. And, um, and I just... Who got out? Josh um, Garner, you know, and um, mm. yeah, had just gotten out the surf, and and I was a bit like kind of sweating because no, none of the other chicks were going out, but I'd been training a long time for it, so I wanted to get out there. And um, Josh was like, "Oh, hey Rio, how are you going?" Like, and I was like, "Oh, that's so nice to see someone reassuring um, mm. to get me out there." And he was like, "Okay, cool. I'm just going to go change my wetsuit, and then I'm going to come back out." And I was like, "All right, cool." And it was just mm. that like encouragement that I needed, and um, and I feel like this is what your, our conversation today is probably going to be for mm. a lot of females, like just that encouragement mm. to take that step mm. to get out there. And, and I was like, so I did all of my safety checks and I paddled out and like just step-by-step step safety checks. And, mm. um, and I got out there and you were out there and I was like, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a bit like that, hey. <laughs> oh, totally. Mm. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So going through heavy surf and like just having um, you, it was like, I think it was like Pierre and um, Amore, Levon. Mm. Um, yeah. Like, who, who else was out there that session? I don't know. Um, I can't really remember, but it sounds about right. It sounds about like the kind of people that would be out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, those two guys are amazing. They are, aren't they? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. For like um, watermanship, yeah. Sorry, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, like pipe, pipe's got to be the scariest wave for me personally when it's big like that, just because it's it brings out, it's got all the scary thing with the crowd and the people watching and the people that always die there and um, yeah. it has it has everything, everything in one little zone and then you're only like 50 metres off the shore it feels and there's like 20 foot waves landing on your head. So it's just a um, yeah. in- intense experience, and yeah, I, I don't remember seeing a lot of girls out out there. Um, I'm seeing you out there, but yeah, it's it was rare. There was I think there's one one that kind of sits out on the shoulder, but yeah, you know, it wasn't like super. It's really dominated by by masculine men that that wave, and it, I don't think I have it in me anymore to be a part of that. But yeah, it was a um, it's an intense experience, and like. I, I highly recommend for any of the listen, listeners just to go there and just paddle out. Even when it's four to six foot, it's just amazing to to experience it. And um, it's just it's an absolute miracle mm-hmm. that whole that whole coastline, isn't it? Like pipes just just incredible. Yeah, it's amazing. I yeah, it's super intense. I know what you mean about paddling out because like mm-hmm. you paddle out the same sort of size or maybe smaller than that session that we're talking about, but like four to six foot box down mm-hmm. here in Margaret River. And you don't get mm. that sort of crowd, like. No, so, no. Yeah, yeah. To experience that, it's like pretty amazing. Mm. Um, 
yeah, it's an epic coastline for what, 10 kilometers, just littered with waves so close to the shore. Yeah, seven, seven mile miracle. <laughs> yeah, it's the best. <laughs> We are just briefly interrupting our podcast to say a huge thank you to our podcast sponsor, Reflex Wetsuits. These wetsuits are designed by a team of experienced watermen and ladies, and together they have lifetimes of experience in the ocean. They are made for you so you can get in the surf, feel comfortable, warm, and most importantly, have fun in the ocean. Check out the whole range of men's and women's wetsuits online at Reflex wetsuits.com and remember that when you buy a reflex wetsuit not only will you have fun but you are also supporting a beautiful family-owned business and wonderful community that we love there's one chick um uh tracy hoffinger her like instagram is clan dragger yep yeah yeah she surfs it out there now um oh, does she cool. for a few years yeah nice clan dragger i love that <laughs> well she's asked you a question Jack. she's asked you a question i'll get into it Hit now. Me. all right mm. all right she's asked um what what's the most unique thing that you've done in the sport of bodyboarding okay um personally or yeah i guess so yeah oh unique unique Unique, I'd say it would have to be um, uh, do my own move. Yeah. Yeah, yes, so, like, totally. Yeah, that, that stone flip um, that I created was, was actually a hand-me-down from Epo who, who said that he had done one. So he told me uh, a long time ago, he's like, yeah, I did it one day and I had it on footage and it got deleted. Oh, and no I was way. like. Yeah, yeah, and then he's like, "But he's like, you got to fly the flag. You got to fly the flag. They're do they're possible." And I remember flying down to Sydney, and I was in my head about it a little bit. I was like, "That's fully yeah. possible. I think it could be possible." Uh-huh. And um, and then I did one, and I was like, "Wow!" So yeah, I'd say that would be uniquely, um, the the, the craziest thing I've done. But I think um, per, my personal experience wise, the most unique thing for me personally was um surfing the right for the first time with Whitey and, and Chad Jackson and, and all those guys that I really, really love heaps and, yes. um, and getting my first big wave because it was, um, I was 19 at the time and it was just such a big, big wave and it was a big step for me for, through fear. Wow. So it, yeah. was, it, was all, it was almost like my right of passage. So I gave myself permission mm. to overcome the fear. And um, personally, that was the biggest and most happiest time in my life like I came out crying and screaming (laughs) like just just like a big wave a big wave and it was was like it was big but it wasn't like I've had bigger ones now but it was just like just such a cool cool experience which um it's good you raise the roof so high I think I was talking to a friend last night about it's like you raise the roof so high in this in in the ocean you know it's such a great thing and whether you're a surfer or any kind of waterman you you get this high that not a lot of people in life get. Yeah. So you you got to be you got to be careful because life doesn't throw throw things at you like that <laughs> that often. So I found it I found it hard to to kind of come back down to earth after my career and be and be happy with little. Mm. 
Yeah. Hey, fair enough. Fair enough. I know what you mm. mean. Um, certainly being surrounded here in Margaret River, there's um, mm. the whole surf community is like an elite level surf community. And so when you're talking about the everyday, like with guys about, or, you know, females, families, whatever it is about changing nappies, like I'm in the surf mum community now. So it's like, how do you appreciate just the small things in life? And yeah. it's, um, it's a huge challenge for a lot of people. So yeah, even you just sharing that, I reckon will be, um, you know, a bit of inspiring and a lot of people can relate to that take for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I guess it's not, not just bodyboarding or, or surfing or anything like that, but just going, mm. you know, we, 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 we live in such a fast world that everyone wants to get faster and do more and achieve more, but that doesn't actually ultimately give you happiness and fulfillment, whereas fulfillment actually comes from, from doing less and being nobody. And actually centering yourself in in your heart, so mm. it's, a, it's a great lesson to great lesson to learn. And um, yeah, I really want to share that with with as many people as I can because it's bringing me it's brung me a lot of inner peace. That's amazing, super special that you can mm. have that perspective mm. and share it. Uh, so what's the we were talking about you um, seeing females in the surf, and a lot of our audience is. Um, female um and so i was wondering what's the most inspiring thing that you've seen a female do in the surf hmm it's a good question i think really well probably yourself surfing box <laughs> thanks <Dad. laughs> yeah pretty pretty much like there's not that's a pretty huge thing. Um, I remember seeing, yeah, you surf and box and pull into a couple of heavy pits out there. And then um, I think like seeing, seeing like um, Bethany Hamilton surfing as well was pretty cool. Yeah, she's super inspiring. I surfed with her in Tahiti uh, at Chopu and that was really like pretty cool to watch. Yeah, wow. I remember actually that, that that was insane. Like, well, it was a big, big North day, and there was like really big, big ones at uh, Chopes, and um, she would she would pull into she would pull into big ones. She's getting towed in. She's getting towed in. She pulled into a big one, didn't make it, and her brother Timmy would just like be like just paddling his ass off to get in there to get her. Yeah, it was yeah. like so cool, so cool, Far so inspiring. Mm. Yeah, having the strength to tow. Mm. and pull into that that's like mm. yeah it was insane that's cool mm. um yeah nice yeah we, I, I loved having our sessions out of box i miss having you on west yeah <laughs> yeah i do miss i do i do miss it for sure it's just um yeah, yeah i have to get back over for a visit at some stage mm, when everything yeah. opens again yeah <laughs> Definitely, yeah. I miss <laughs> I miss Whitey and I miss all those guys so much. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Mm. Yeah, um, you um, they do they do training as well, hey? Is or is it more jujitsu? Mm. Yeah, yeah, they they do jujitsu, and um, yeah, Whitey's like amazing at it. Yeah, super cool, super cool. Like, is like there anything like... he does. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, definitely, mm. definitely. <laughs> Um, so I also have some questions from our audience that I'll run through. Thank cool. you. Uh, so we've got, um, 
I'll start with a comedy. Um, Craig Aldred, he's asked, mm-hmm. did did you feel like you could fight off a great white with the zebra back wetsuit back in the day? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fully. Uh, that thing is horrid, eh? <laughs> yeah, I can't believe we had zebra wetsuits. Um, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> Definitely not. It was just a weird, it was, I think it was like more of an attraction thing for Agent 18 wetsuits to kind of get their name out there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, was, it was hilarious. I just remember thinking it was so cool at the time, but now I kind of look back on it, I was like, it's kind of lame. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I was just frothing to get away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What wetsuits are you wearing now? Um, I've just got like a little short arm O'Neill one, like, I don't know. I haven't spoke to Agent 18 in a while. Like, so they're not making weddies, I don't think. No, yeah, yeah, but, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, and Rawlins isn't making found weddies at the moment either. He's doing another brand, so. Yeah, I've heard mm. that too. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, I'm just kind of winging it. <laughs> nice, fair enough. Mm. Fair enough. Mm. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, we've got another question. Next one. Um, Jeremy Pitted Olives. Cool name, Jeremy. We've mm-hmm. got. Um, what are your top three favourite waves on the east coast of Oz and why? Top three waves on the east coast? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, Nuggan definitely would be number one mm-hmm. like because it's just like the biggest, best ramp ever. And when they're east, yeah, when it's like east, south, east, well, it's just perfect for like barrels and ramps and it's just like a skate park for surfing and bodyboarding. Yeah. Um, Black Rock would have to be number two because it's just like so mechanical and so you can just get so creative with that wave. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you can like practice your spins in the pit and flips out and stuff like that, and and then you can ride the wave so many different ways, like like go high and kind of come down and then pull up or like race it and then kind of do roundhouses and stuff like that or big cutties and um, yeah, I love I love trying to get creative with riding that wave. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then my 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 favourite wave of all time would have to be here where I live on the Sunshine Coast, which is called Watala. Um, yeah. But it doesn't it, it doesn't get good that often. Like it needs a it needs a strong offshore and an east swell. Mm-hmm. So um, we actually got it like three weeks ago, and it's just all time. It's just like it's like pipe. It's like just a perfect TP a frame, like up up the beach. It's just crazy. Wow. No mm. way. Yeah, it's insane. It's so world class, but it's just a bit. It's a bit, a little bit fickle. But yeah, when it's okay. when it's good, it's just so so good. Yeah. Oh, that sounds amazing. I haven't. Yeah. That. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, and being home, being at home as well, is so nice to surf when it's pumping. Yeah, totally, mm. totally. I can appreciate. So yeah. Nice. Yeah. Facing yourself where there's got quality waves. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So next question, we've got Luke Gibson. He's asked, "Are you keen for another nug- nuggin comp?" Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. That was probably that was the probably the highlight of my career was that mm-hmm. competition. Mm. Um, yeah, that was such a good comp, and that was really rare conditions to get offshore all day like that. But yeah, nuggin's the best wave in the world for bodyboarding. I think it allows, mm. yeah. It allows people to, uh, like you know, it's, it's like a front-on, but more perfect. It's um mm. and and less less like death-defying. <laughs> so I don't know. You can you can kind of um 
you can do some crazy stuff and get really creative. Like especially with bodyboarding, you need those like air sections that like surfers can't hit. Mm-hmm. And I think um, I think like you know like Shark Island and and uh, Nugget and that stand alone in like their their they're built for bodyboarding. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well said. Mm. Um, all right, rolling into I could I could elaborate on that question. I kind of do want to, but I won't just now. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hold on, we've got another one. Luke's also asked, does Jono Bruce still book? And if if so, do you think he's still as techy and stylish as he used to be? Yeah, that's so such a good question because I actually hang out with him still a little bit. Um, he's doing really he's doing really well. So he's just like not drinking now and he's just kind of cruising. And I was lifeguarding the other day at Dickey Beach and John came down and just um, to surf and he's been riding a bodyboard heaps lately. Cool. So he's, yeah, he's been doing like, he just surfs so good. Like he was just, it was a big swell. It was like four to six foot and he was just pulling into these left, left pits and doing the biggest backflips and spins and just so good. Still world-class, still like, still my favorite. Yeah. Epic. Well said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's nice. just he just he's not gonna lose that. He's got like a freakish body that just like I don't know, everything looks so perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh nice. Mm. Um, well, I'm glad to hear that you have such a good crew around you over there. It sounds epic. Sounds mm. lots of fun. For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. good. Nice. Well, that's it for questions from the um crew here um yeah cool i wanted to chat um just quickly on um what you're up to now with your work yep. and um, yep. what you're most excited about yeah cool uh yeah so i just started uh my own well me and my friend calendar started our own uh, company called corrective culture mm-hmm. um so there's actually three of us involved in it um this guy called nick bellringer who's um does all the back end stuff and he's actually studying to be a check practitioner himself and he's probably the the most um the smartest in the group <laughs> intellectually. <laughs> yeah, um, good, good. yeah, so we've got the three of us involved in it and um yeah we're doing we're kind of building this business up at the moment to um to train people and help the world I guess. Um and yeah it's doing really well. I'm really excited about that. And uh yeah I'm pretty booked out with clients at the moment. So it's it's really cool, you know doing doing what you love and helping people when you align your um when you align your like life's work with with helping people it's really really good feeling mm. and um and then i'm still running my own filming business called jake stone films and um that's doing really really well as well so um yeah it's awesome. such a, such a good feeling such a great feeling because when i when i quit bodyboarding um it was really really daunting and really scary and i felt really really scared to delve into the next chapter of my life yeah, and um, fair enough. yeah when I did when I did um the universe just helped me out in, in ways I couldn't have imagined so yes. it was um just really uh it was such a nice feeling you know and that's like mm-hmm. I feel like we we don't want to delve into the into the future because we're scared but once you do once you jump off the cliff you can really just swim the ocean and um have a good time with it and, and you're yeah. always supported you're always supported eh? it's crazy mm. yeah that's so good. And you have such a good network of friends that, like, I don't know, love and support you. So, like, taking that next mm. step, I know it would have seemed so daunting. Well, you've just mm-hmm. said that it is. And then mm. um, 
having all of the people going like, yeah, Jake's a legend. You want to get around Jake? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I didn't feel that way. Hey, I felt, I felt kind of like I lost a lot of friends and I lost a lot of people that I thought were my friends when my career ended. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it was different. It was kind of like a, oh, I see who, who really cares and who doesn't. Um, yeah. yeah. Which is no, no offense to, to anybody involved, but yeah, it was just a, that's just the way it is. Hey. It is actually, yeah, mm. yeah, for sure. I was mm. talking about the lighter side of transitionings in life. Mm. It's, um, yeah, mm. it can be really revealing as well, for sure. For sure. Yeah, for, sh- for sure, eh? I'm sure it would be like, you know, when you have a, ch- a child or something, it'd be, it'd be you see you, you, you've got a child, you see your true friends stick around you, hey? Oh, totally, totally. Mm. My transition mm. is like huge is we've gone like mm. oh Rio can't surf all the time anymore so mm. oh I'm not gonna give her a buzz like when she can surf and I'm like mm. oh all right here's some revealing of character that I didn't understand was even yeah. around like yeah you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah you, you really see that don't you oh for um, sure it, yeah that's cool I had a yeah like I, mm. I have a lot of friends in the film industry um through my bodyboard career but uh, none of them really, none of them really helped me whatsoever to build my my filming up, and um, it was cool because you know you got to do, you got to make shit happen yourself. You can't rely on anyone. But yeah, that was that was something for me. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, like it's actually like no one really does actually want to help you. You got to just kind of reach out and take what's yours. And well done mm. for pushing through that. That's it. that must have been mm. a huge wall and journey. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I coordinate our own our like. Um, surfing mums group down here Sick. like yeah thanks so it's like helping getting um parents and families together to like mm-hmm. bring kids down to the beach and tag and surf from the beaches down here that's cool yeah it's fun hey and like you get families mm. building up wicked friendships and um yeah. all of the parents get to surf so it's like amazing but mm. there's also um i can just relate to the um the challenges of building up like a community-based um, group and project um, in like a very high elite level um, surf community that's mm. like has localism as well. So I had to push through those. Yeah, challenges totally, too. totally. <laughs> yeah, I honestly like some of the um, yeah some of the experience that the localism experiences and stuff I had over in WA were so incredible to look back on, like mm. the like. The one I went up in Calbarry, I had a fight with a guy who literally hated me because I was a bodyboarder. And, um, yeah, it was just incredible. I couldn't believe some of the, you know, if you if you go up to, like, uh, Red Bluff or anywhere like that on a bodyboard, you get kind of disowned. And yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. Re- it was really, um, it's an interesting, it's an interesting thing to look on now that I'm out of it is uh, it's really wrong. It's really, it's it's really what's wrong with the world, and I I really think it's like it's almost like a racism thing. It's just it's just disgusting. Yeah, no, totally, mm. totally. Mm. We were talking about this, like the um the board divide that mm. happens, like mm. your experience, and I get that down here as well. It doesn't matter like what kind of level of waves that I've personally surfed, um, mm. unless I'm being edified by someone else who is at the higher level, either stand up or mm. maybe bodyboarder, but usually it's a stand up that needs to, to edify me. Mm. Then, um, 
then I'll still get bombs dropped. Like when I'm out, like, oh, yeah, yeah, who, 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 who. I, I won't yeah. go into it too much. No, I know, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, I think it's something that needs to be brought up and talked about because it's just a, it's something that's really wrong. And and I'm and like I said, from being from an outside point of view, now it's just something that's like, um, kind of I, I dealt with it a lot through my career, mm. and and it was just like a. I just can't. I just can't believe it. It's just the funniest thing ever to look back on now. Eh? <laughs> I remember. I remember uh, watching Mike Stewart pull into a pull into a big bomb at Pipeline one day, and this is the yeah. king of pipe. Like everyone who's anyone around Pipeline has respects Mike dearly, massively. Yes. Yeah. And I remember like this photographer just like screaming at him as he's pulling in, like like kook, like just <gasps> just for a, just for riding a bodyboard. And I was like, fuck, this is crazy. This is like a Oh this, is, this is beyond um beyond a joke. Yeah. Yeah, that's heavy. Mike Stewart. Mm. Oh. Yeah, the king. The king. They are. <laughs> yeah. He's taught me more. He's taught me more outside of bodyboarding actually. He's he's um he's one of the most he's one of the most biggest like inspirations in my life. For sure. Wow, yeah. How epic. He's, he's the man. He actually got me into Czech as well. <laughs> oh. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, he did um like DMT with uh with Paul in um at his house in California. Wow. Mm. Wow. Really cool experience. If you ever want to listen to that, that's on the uh the Green Reapers podcast on the Mike Stewart episode. Yeah, I will mm. for sure. Yeah, that's really incredible. Listening. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um. Oh, I want to keep chatting, Jake, but I know that you've got to go out and do things and I've got to jump out and <laughs> That's all right. All right. get some things done too. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, no, is there anything awesome. else that you wanted to touch on that you can think of before um, we wrap up? No, not, not so much, not so much. We'll have to do it again sometime, eh? We'll have to do it again when we've got, when we've got a bit more time. And Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to. I've, there's so many things that I can delve deeper with and... I'll get myself yeah. prepared so that I have more time too. <laughs> yeah, well, we've got, um, I've just started a podcast too for my corrective culture uh, business. So we just started our own podcast. So we'll have to, um, we'll have to collab and, and link up and try and get some um, good things. Because one of the things we really do want to delve into is, is women's health. So, oh, um, how do you yeah. see? Yeah. yeah, managing hormones and um, postnatal stuff. And yeah, we're really, we're really into that. So, yeah, we'll definitely have to have you on uh, on our podcast. Yeah, I'd love to help out. That sounds amazing fun. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Oh, yay. For sure. Exciting things to come. Well, thank you so much for your time and for sharing stories yeah, thank you. and hanging out. Yeah. Thanks very much for having me. Absolute pleasure, Jake. Thank you so much for sharing your time with us on the Women of the Waves Co. podcast. I am so stoked that you listened in. If you could please take one minute to leave a review, that would be so appreciated. And share it with your friend, like, as a quick text and why you thought of them. It would really help us out to connect more women who really need this. See you next time on the Women of the Waves Co. podcast. And until then, hope you're scoring waves. Thanks again, team. huge thank you to our podcast sponsor reflex wetsuits these wetsuits are designed by a team of experienced ornament and ladies and together
have lifetimes of experience in the ocean. They are made for you so you can get in the surf, feel comfortable, warm, and most importantly, have fun in the ocean. Check out the whole range of men's and women's wetsuits online at reflexwetsuits.com. And remember that when you buy a reflex wetsuit, not only will you have fun, but you will also be supporting a beautiful family-owned business and wonderful community that we love.